0: Welcome to Because Mom Said So. We're the same moms you have grown to love, but with a new twist. Join us each week as we talk about topics related to womanhood, to motherhood, and everything in between.
1: I'm Melissa, mom of two, Maddie McKenzie. And I'm Jill, mom of three, Riley, Charlotte, and Kendall.
2: I'm Kelly, mom of three,
1: Brooke, Joshua, and Paige. I'm
3: Holly, mom of three, Mia, William, and EJ.
1: Remember when we used to talk about our dogs too? Oh, and I have Lulu, and I have Dolce, and everybody. I mean, we we really are moms of a lot, not just our our children.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of dogs, Jill, I have been so the girls went to Fashion Week, so I have Boots and Ivy, and then I have Maddie's makeup artist dog Frank. Oh gosh! And then and then we fostered a little puppy, and I said to Maddie, I am not going to have four dogs when you're away because I I mean three dogs is hard but you have four at now no. right <laughs> actually no the f- the, f- the fourth one went where did the little foster puppy go i um, went to a really really sweet adorable couple oh, that when maddie and i handed the dog over we both looked and said oh we feel so good oh, like we I'm knew so, glad. so he found his yeah. forever home yay and i had to steam clean my dining room carpet because he piddled every <sighs> he just looked at me and go Yeah, and pee, but I mean, it was like a size of a quarter. But I was like, I'm not training. It won't be
1: a size of a quarter forever. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it it they they pee. Did you? I'm just curious. I love that you take care of these animals. I wish I had the time to i mean i respect people who do that i think it's fabulous but did you end up naming do you name the puppies you get because then it makes it harder to give them away wouldn't
0: it
2: come
1: with a name no because this
0: baby was just a little baby i mean he he was only five weeks old so he couldn't shouldn't even be away from his mom i just called him baby Mm. kenzie called him beanie Mm. Maddie called him Bones. I mean, we just kept baby calling him Baby Beanie all different Bones.
2: Names. <laughs> so you got him all confused.
1: <laughs> Aw. Well, good for you. But I know it's tough. Um, the dogs are, you know, they're needy. Hall, you know. I do know. That- How's your big baby?
3: I have three uh, three here so I can relate to Melissa. Um, Tank is hilarious. He's just so much fun. He and EJ have Ugh. like their little bromance. I mean, that's, that's his human. Tank's human. Oh,
0: is EJ? Yeah. Oh, oh, he really is. Even though he wasn't there in the beginning because he was at school.
3: Yes, um, because even though I do so much for Tank, yes, If EJ. Because I was like, oh, because I was trying to. Yeah, I, love that. I trying to call him, and all EJ has to do is like Tank, and he's like scoots on up. I'm like, oh, oh okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, easy come, but, easy go. Yeah, absolutely. But that's that's so good. It is good. That's I'm, I am, really I good. I am happy about that because he really is Jay's dog. And at one point, the breeder, because we do keep in touch, she asked me how, speaking of names, like, does he respond to his name, which I thought was an interesting question that she asked me out of the blue. I'm like, oh, come to think of it. Um, I don't think he really knows his name yet because he doesn't always respond. And she, oh, interesting! Yeah, it sounds like I, I think he's still learning it, and she's like, "No, he knows his name." Basically, he's just ignoring you.
2: He has uh, selective hearing. Exactly,
0: <laughs> I have exactly. that sometimes. So Frank, yeah. you know Tanya's dog is the same dog as Tank, and he is so smart. I call him Doodlebug. I don't even call him Frank. I'm like Doodle. I say Doodlebug, and he like runs. And when I Facetime him, when um I Facetime Tanya. Um, <laughs> I say, "Do I?" Dude, I him. <laughs> sorry,
3: when
1: I FaceTime
0: Tanya, <laughs> he hears my voice and he runs to the camera. That's adorable. That's, cute.
3: <clears throat> that's adorable.
0: I, I mean, I just yeah, think that's so cute. But he
3: are smart. He's smart. Super smart. So
0: smart. smart. He is. When I tell you, he's the easiest dog to watch. Like, that's I can't even tell you. I mean, he is. He eats when you put food in his bowl. He goes to the bathroom when he he sleeps all night. I'm like, this is a dream dog. Yeah. You just got to get
3: Kelly that's a cute. dog. That's it.
1: I know, and what that's ca- the kind oh, I want. You want that little? Frenchie. I French, want a Frenchie. A yeah. Frenchie. You could name her Frenchie. Ooh. Yeah, oh, like from Greece. I just, remember Frenchie from Greece? I have
2: my stone dog. His name is Hash Brown. <laughs>
1: Is that because of his physique and his color? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that is the cutest name. Yeah, isn't it cute? He's named Hash
2: Brown and he looks like hash brown. He's cute. And I I got him to stay. He stays very good, but I can't get him to sit. sit. (laughs) I just sent you a picture of my hash brown.
3: Oh he's good. He looks like Oh my a real dog. Don't he look real? That's not what I was expecting at all. I'm really impressed.
2: Oh yeah, isn't that amazing? I'm trying to find another one to send you because when I got it, my dad's dog kept going up to it, sniffing its butt. Oh my gosh! (laughs) So it really looks real in this picture because it's like it's just standing there, and the other dog's like smelling its butt. Oh my goodness! I can't.
3: We gotta post this one. Yes, this this podcast. He really is cute. He's really cute
2: doesn't he look like a hash brown don't he look yeah, like a hash he looks so. like a real dog how much was that i don't know
1: who gave it to you it was a birthday present <gasps> my dad Aww. that's so cool i've never seen anything like yeah.
3: that before. can i ask that's really cool
1: it's really <sighs> cool what is he made of is it really heavy
2: uh, i don't know what it is it's kind of like i want to say stone but it's not like solid stone. oh my god he
1: is so
0: Maybe real like a, that looks know, real but.
2: Fiberglass yeah. or something maybe. Now if you start to Clever sleep with him, that, that's brilliant. I, I'm just isn't he cute? Uh, that's adorable. I love him. Okay, I, I'm sending you another one. Oh, <laughs> I that's that's it isn't, that isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Omg. Oh, oh my goodness. So wait, wait. Okay, I wait a Did you guys hear the whole? Did you guys hear the whole story about the dog? No. though? No. My my dad bought it for me for my birthday, and my kids knew I wanted a dog. Well, I sent them a picture of it. I sent them, like, a grouping of pictures of this dog. Well, so they sent me a package for my birthday with a dog collar, a dog leash, like, dog snacks and stuff. And then a couple days later, I told them the dog was fake. they're like, oh, my God, Mom, we thought it was real. We sent you, like, a doggy package. (laughs) Then they go back and look, and they're like, Mom, it had a price tag on its neck. Like, it has, like, this little, like, thing. Like, I cannot. But they thought it was real. They actually sent me birthday presents for oh, the job. I love that. Song. That is
1: a great story. So today,
0: guys, this is one of my favorites because I like getting fan questions. How about you?
1: Yes. And, yeah. and I get, I'm sure you guys, we get them all the time. Mm-hmm. Just in yeah. general on our, you know, social medias.
0: Yeah, it's really, really cute. Some of them are so funny. Oh, my God. I know. Some of them I can't do. Uh, I can't.
1: <laughs> r- I always
3: want to know what's on their minds. Like, oh, <laughs> never, I never would have wondered about that. But it's interesting.
1: Yeah. 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 Kel, I know we do not have school age kids right now, but do you remember oh, packing my. lunches when we did? Torture. It was torture and a lot of guesswork and, you know, you always want something healthy in there, but something they're going to eat. Yeah. Studies show a link between children's ability to remain focused and their dietary fiber intake. Yeah. You know, you can't just throw a bag of chips in there and expect their, you know, their health to be great. Since most kids' favorite thing isn't usually pounding vegetables before recess, add great-tasting high-fiber superfood chips and bread from Uprising into your kid's lunchbox. I I think the sampler bundle product is great for the kid's lunchboxes.
2: You know what I like about it? They have those chips. Yes. Tell me about them. Well, I always give my kids like hummus in their lunch. Well, I did mm-hmm. give them hummus and stuff in their lunch. And even now to this day, they still like take hummus if they're going to the airport or wherever. And those chips are great, like in hummus or avocado,
1: um, like guacamole and stuff. And they're full of fiber, but they're it's not a skinny, flaky, salty chip. However... They taste delicious because they have just enough seasoning on them and they're nice and thick for dipping. I I like yeah, they're that. I almost idea like a pita hummus. chip kind of. You're right?
2: Yeah. Yep. Only 2 nut carbs per serving, 6 grams of protein and 9 grams of fiber.
1: Uprising has made prebiotic fiber delicious with their patent pending breakthrough in psyllium husk activation, making fantastic digestive health absurdly easy for all of us.
2: All Uprising products are baked with real superfood ingredients, almonds, MCT oil, apple cider vinegar, egg white, psyllium husk, and olive oil.
1: Uprising Food is offering our listeners $10 off the starter bundle. That includes two superfood cubes and four pack of Freedom Chips to try. Go to uprisingfood.com slash mom and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's uprising, U-P-R-I-S-I-N-G, food.com slash mom. Mom, to get $10 off your first purchase of the starter bundle. Sometimes I'm looking forward to digging into these, Melissa, but some of them, I know we have a lot of young, younger, teenage um, followers and listeners. And sometimes, you know, you get, you get personal questions, almost like you'd need a psychologist to help you answer. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I would hate to give advice, um, as a mom, which might not be the right psychological advice for this question. Do you know what I mean? Like some of them are really Mm -hmm. deep and I'm like, I I can't, I'm afraid to give you the wrong advice.
0: For sure. Do you guys ever get
1: that or feel that?
0: Mm -hmm. Yes,
1: yes. And I hope
3: I I, just to all of our listeners, I hope you know that this is entertainment and that no one here is like a licensed psychologist or or counselor. We are just moms. So we're just giving advice and thoughts, reflections, our our opinions, just as moms, not as any type of professional in any kind of professional capacity. So pure disclaimer out there. Thank you, Holly. That's
0: right. But I think that it's so sweet that these, you know, I feel that like kids these days, of course, get bullied so much on social media. And I love when other kids stick up for them. And um, I think that's what a lot of questions I get. Like, how do you handle bullying? How do you, you know, and that's a shame of it. Um, I just feel that people need to be nicer to one another, especially kids for good. I mean, everyone, moms, my gosh, I've been bullied by moms. Oh my God, moms. we've
1: all been bullied up one side down the other by grown-ups and kids. I mean, think about it, you know? Wait, I
0: posted, I posted a picture of me in a cute little like tennis skirt and a t-shirt. And this woman wrote on my Facebook, grow up. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, wow. really? Yeah, that's rough. Why? I was wearing sneakers, a white t-shirt, and a little tennis skirt. (laughs) Grow up. Okay.
3: (laughs) What boggles my mind is, Nea and I were just having this conversation. I could never imagine going to someone's social media page and putting a negative comment. Just don't like the photo. Just don't make a comment. Yeah. Unfollow. I I just, I would not. Mute. (laughs) Write something. You know, (laughs) I'm like. Who does that? Like, you have that much time. Do you actually take the moment to respond or say something? I I just, yeah I wouldn't do that.
2: Heck no. You're right, Hall. I was always taught if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's
1: exactly right.
2: So I think it kind of goes for the same thing when you respond to somebody's social Mm -hmm. media.
1: Well, if we were psychologists and we dug deeper into it, it's usually something that's bothering that person from uh-huh. within that they have to reach out to any of us and say, grow up. Why would you say that? Don't do this. You know, you know what I mean? It's coming from their. Yeah. That's their issue, not ours. We are who we are. Right. And Melissa, if you want to wear a short little skirt, you go girl. I'm not of her business. Heck yeah.
0: Well, okay. I have the, I have a first question. Can I get, say one? Absolutely. Yeah. This is from Jenna Monroe. What are some fun traditions you have started with your families that you still do to this day? Uh, that's a good, that's a good one.
3: That's a good one.
0: That's I a good one. I know what one of ours is, is when, you know, we do, we try to do a family dinner every week. And family dinners consist of whoever's here, not just my family, but we, <laughs> that's nice. whoever, whatever, whatever friends are around, they come as well. And we always try to play games.
3: That's nice. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's a good one.
0: So you have that's weekly dinner game night. Well, we try to do games or we do crafts or we draw, you know, like it's something yeah. together at the table. And yeah, last week great. we we did um heads up. Oh my gosh. We're, I was dying. It was so much fun. I like that.
1: I think um, our family traditions usually stem around a holiday. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh.
2: So like, mine. like if yeah. it's
1: Thanksgiving, um, we all do an ornament exchange mm-hmm. where you wrap them and someone picks a box and they open it and, and someone around. can yeah. steal it. I mean, we'll do that for hours. Um, That's and fun. And then it kind of, it's really fun. When the kids were little, we always had tears. Someone was always crying because they didn't uh-huh. get the camera <laughs> 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 But um, so when come christmas time when we go to put up our ki- my kids trees in their bedrooms they have all these ornaments on their little tree from that ornament exchange yeah. so kind of brings back a memory of we do that yeah. too that's fun that's
2: one of our things like every time we go on a trip we buy a christmas ornament uh, from where yeah. we were that's nice. so that's cool we do that's that such too. a nice
0: idea i like that yeah what about uh-huh. you hall
3: I'm just trying to think of like traditions that we have. I mean, there are so many experiences, but I can't really say there's some, um, there are any longstanding traditions that we have. They're always evolving. So no, I don't really have it. I'm like, this is a great question. I'm like, hmm, I'll have to ask my kids, like, what kind of traditions do we have? I'm like, I don't know of any. I'm sure we do. And they'll probably be kicking me like, mom,
1: of uh, Yeah, they will.
3: see. Mm. I'm like, what do we do?
1: You've probably created traditions, Holly, and it's so um, repetitive every year when you do it that you don't realize it's a tradition. Stop doing it for once and the kids will be like, Mom, you always do such and such on this day. Why didn't you? You know, it's a tradition that you don't even realize.
3: That's probably true. You're probably, yeah, you're probably absolutely right.
1: Do you know I
0: still do Elf on the Shelf?
1: Yeah, sure. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I have.
0: Yeah. two elves and two deer deer and the girls are like mom oh. and, they, and then Mackenzie would be like I'm like don't touch it don't touch oh. it
2: <laughs> oh that's funny I never did the elf on the shelf my kids were always they, like they were older by the time that came out and I was like oh god I'm not starting it now if I can get away with them not having to do that do you know where
0: it started with me was at your sister's house Kel yeah. When oh my she gosh. Them school,
2: she did that. Yeah.
0: She used to write letters to Maddie McKenzie as the elf and Kenzie would be so excited. Like she believed for a long time. That's
1: cute. Oh, that's funny. Did you guys ever do the pickle on the Christmas tree? I do. I yeah. love that. If you find yeah. the pickle, you get the the first gift of
0: Christmas. <laughs> I think that's a Pittsburgh thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, cuz I never did that.
3: No, never. Never even heard of that
1: well can <laughs> s- since we're talking about traditions and we're all from pittsburgh and this will be as far as i know except melissa for your your stepsons, um maddie and kenzie's brothers the first wedding for all of us you know from one of our kids yes. and the cookie table is a tradition only in pittsburgh oh, yeah. did you guys know that i asked you if you needed cookies didn't i uh, you did, and I I really appreciate it. But there are – so I Googled it, and I researched it. New York. It. We had it in New York. Oh, did you? Well, there. Mm-hmm. if you go online, there are so many, and they call it the Pittsburgh cookie tradition. Well, and I the, love it. I, I, oh, my gosh. I do, too. And I get creative control on the cookie table. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> For the wedding. <laughs> so I'm so excited, but – um there are so many traditions about it. And really, it originated years and years ago um, when people were poor and they couldn't afford a wedding cake. So everybody pitched in and donated cookies. And that kind of served as the cake for the wedding. Oh, At crazy, least that, yeah, that's that. one oh. of the traditions that I read about, you know, why they, they bring cookies. But well, anyway,
0: on um, the cookie table, the wedding we just went to, Oh my gosh, it was at Heinz. I wouldn't they, hear about that. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to send you pictures. Oh. Okay. I got goosebumps from the cookie table because it's my favorite thing on the, at the wedding. I'm just like, oh, oh. it was all tiered, and when one was hanging from the ceiling on a swing and it was just... Was... Oh,
1: wow. No, I don't have that. <laughs> but it was beautiful. Being... <laughs> I,
0: I don't have hanging cookies.
1: When I got
3: married, I mean, I grew up in New York, we didn't, I never... Heard of a cookie table before and even when I got oh, married. Really? Pittsburgh, never heard of a cookie table. Yeah. Never heard of it. Uh-huh. Never never went to a wedding that had a cookie table <laughs> and so I didn't have one and I got married here in Pittsburgh right at Nevillewood and we didn't have a cookie table. Were people like where are
2: the cookies? Yeah I am like, know. Oh,
3: yeah. I eat in park maybe. I don't know. I don't have any co- We have a cake. <laughs> but and we had a i did cake. cookie
2: tables even at the like graduation parties and yeah. stuff uh-huh. i always had like a huge yeah cookie table i'm making cookies
0: for jessica's but, wedding and i made cookies for greg's friend's wedding too
2: wow wow hey that's, getting back to great. that christmas tree pickle thing yeah that's not a pittsburgh tradition it's a german tradition
1: oh oh yeah did i say pittsburgh I did. I thought it was Pittsburgh. Yeah, because I didn't think it it was. I I think you're right. It's an old
2: German tradition. I can't even believe that. tell you
1: why, Kel, because they didn't have ornaments. They do what? Because people were very poor and they didn't really have ornaments. So a lot of people hung fruit and crap on the trees. Not crap. You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You do it. And the pickle is supposed to be the last ornament you hang on the tree. And then the first child to find the pickle gets an extra present.
0: Yeah, that's, that's cute. So cute. But that's a German tradition. I love it. Uh, we should do another fan question.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> so after I had my kids, I noticed that my hair started falling out. And I'm assuming it was because of like the hormones shifting and all of that. Well, now I'm having it happen again because I'm
1: starting menopause. I feel you, sister, and it's so crazy how women have to go through this, and it's strictly related to hormones, first with the children and then with, with menopause, absolutely. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm losing my hair.
2: I brush my hair and can literally get a handful of hair out of my brush when I'm done.
1: Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate, um, but thankfully, there is pros to help stop the shedding cycle and grow back. Our hair.
2: Yeah, I've tried their shampoo and I love it. They like Mm -hmm. customize, like they ask you all Mm -hmm. kinds of questions and ask you like what's going on with your hair and then they customize it to you. But now they have supplements that you can take.
1: Pros specializes in custom hair care and now they also make custom hair supplements that are personally tailored to address your specific causes of shedding.
2: You take two capsules a day. The first capsule strengthens and rebalances the scalp to reduce the shedding. And the second capsule helps spark fuller, faster growth deep in the follicle.
1: Yeah, that's good. So what PROSE does, they take into account things like hormonal changes, stress level, diet, anything that's going on with you, they they ask you about it. The result is customized supplements guaranteed to help you grow thicker, longer, softer hair in record time.
2: Multiple studies showed that over 90% of the women taking Prose hair supplements saw less shedding, more growth and improvement of their overall appearance in just 90 days. Try your own custom hair supplements and you'll get 15% off Get yours at pros.com slash B-M-S-S. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash B-M-S-S for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off custom hair supplements.
3: I can do this one with Rachel Cooper. What did you teach your children to help keep them humble, while constantly being put in the spotlight that really spoke to me because i think our kids are incredibly humble and when people meet them i think that strikes them as something that they're not expecting and they're like wow they're just like regular people and i for for me and i because because our kids are just incredibly humble i know just for Nia growing up being in a spotlight, her siblings kept her incredibly humble. <laughs> like that, like yeah, there's not. Yeah, they siblings really are good for that. It. You're right. Siblings are great for that because she's just Nia. Like I, they don't care what she does outside of the four walls of the of the home. When she's home, she's Nia. So she has the same responsibilities that they would have. Mm-hmm. She didn't get special treatment. If something she didn't do, she would be like scolded just like they would be. So I think just having that sense of normalcy and routine was really important. But also we had conversations, especially with Mia, that you're no, and also my kids, like you're no better than anybody else. You are fortunate that you had opportunities that other people may not have had but that doesn't mean that you're more special than somebody else. And there's a great responsibility and appreciation and just feeling blessed that you've had these opportunities, but they could be gone tomorrow. And so I think appreciating the moment and being present in the moment and teaching them that is really important. Whether my kids were, it was an academic thing or an athletic endeavor or in the arts, it's important to keep, people and I think kids humble and not to get yeah. a big head
0: well I think it's yeah. what what I find is with our kids like say when they get together like when Nia and you know because they live here Nia and Brooke and and Maddie McKenzie when they were all together they would get together and they'd be like when I tell you I'm like can you brush your hair you know they would literally don't care what they look like and I think that comes from them being humble they're not these Celebrities, because they always say we're not celebrities; we're just teenagers. I, I
2: know, and that's what I was just. Gonna say. I I don't think the kids think they're no, ce- they don't. At least no. mine don't. I I don't think they think they're celebrities. No. Like when people come up to them and stuff, they're just like, like I don't know. It's weird. Like I feel like I never really had to say anything to my kids to keep them humble. Because I just think they never felt any different than anybody else. I think because and I don't know if yeah. that's because they stayed friends with all their regular friends that they had and yeah. stuff. If
1: No, I, I agree with that. There's like a time and place, you know, and when they're to, to be dressed up and all dolled up and ready for the red carpet or a movie premiere. And doesn't Nia have a movie coming out and, and, and Maddie had her movie coming, you know, there's a time for that. But then when they're on their downtime with their friends, they don't brush their hair. They wear dirty sweats and old t-shirts and, I think that's great. You know, another thing I think
2: is that the kind of show we were on, that was their life anyways. Yeah, right. I don't they don't weren't think, characters. They were they,
1: human beings. Yeah, I
2: don't think they felt any different. They were just doing what they normally do. And there was just a camera there. Our so. ki- our
0: kids were normal kids. Some kids were characters,
2: <laughs> you know, yeah. like like the little yeah.
0: like and like the little minis. They, I, it was like and when I speak, the, I'm, you know, I'm
2: speaking about what my my kids. Like I don't think my kids felt like they no. were like they weren't acting like on a Disney show or something. No. I think they they're just exactly felt like this right. is me, and the, you know I'm the same way I always was because it was just me.
0: But they're kids from Pittsburgh too. I think they're just like hometown kids too. You know what I mean? They're just like. They, they still, their roots are Pittsburgh and it's just, I don't know.
3: Yeah. I think just keeping them grounded. Like for, for us, it was like everything we do, well, not everything, but we we try to be as intentional as possible because I don't, and I tell my kids all the time, I don't want you to grow up and say, my mother never told me X. I want you to know that your mother told you this. Uh-huh. So you have something in the back of your mind if you're in a situation to kind of check yourself. Like what would my mom say or do? So I've told you. Um, But I think for us, traveling so much and being exposed to so many incredible experiences, don't take them for granted, going to carpets, events, premieres, being filmed, Mm -hmm. whatever. Appreciate those things. Don't take them for granted. But it's important to come home and be grounded. And I think spending time and being home in Pittsburgh is a great reminder of, I don't know who said about your roots, where you come from, and who you are. You don't lose, because I think especially being in L.A., you can forget that it's such an interesting town and you can get caught up in a lifestyle that is fake. This doesn't feel real. That's not authentic. You just yeah. have to remember who you are.
1: Because a lot of those kids didn't grow up there. They went to you know, they sort or yeah. sought out Hollywood and LA. And they're snoots. I'm telling oh, you, I've well, seen the kids they came oh. there with that.
2: That's what Brooke said when she moved from LA to Austin. I said, like, do you like austin and she's like yeah she's like i i never realized how much la like she's like you go to the grocery store in la and everybody's like in five inch heels and has their false eyelashes on in the middle of the day she's they're doing tiktoks at the grocery store it's ridiculous like not real people she's like so she's used to more like she likes austin because she's like people are more down to earth she just likes that down. She don't want to have to get dressed up to go to the grocery store. She's a normal person. She wants to go and her t-shirt and shorts and hair and a ponytail and no makeup. And
0: Mackenzie had so much fun. She wanted to come home for booty camp, you know, dance mechanics. And I was like, okay, let's go. And, you know, she had so much fun, but she had so much fun with the neighbors who she doesn't see very often, but they hung out so much. We have the best neighbor kids and That's great. she just had so much fun. And she's like, I want to come back. And I'm like, great. You know, I, I love that, that she loves to go home.
1: I guess Rachel Cooper is a mom, obviously, yeah. who who asked mm-hmm. this question. How do you keep your kids humble? Stick to the basics. Stick to your roots. Stick to yes. your, your parents' um, values. Like you said, Holly, don't ever say your mom didn't tell you. I'm here to tell you right now, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, the, the life lesson, stick to who you are. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we were talking about people going to LA and, uh, you know, everybody who goes there wants to be a star of some sort, which is Mm. great, which there are amazing, talented people out there. But like your kids did, Melissa and Nia, stick to your roots, know who you are, know Mm -hmm. where you came from Mm -hmm. and don't fall into that trap of trying to be somebody you're not. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, don't lose yourself in the process. Yeah, everyone evolves and you grow, but you don't have to lose your sense of self. Right. Or not be proud of who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think they're.
1: Right. I mean, they,
3: you don't have to be arrogant. But you
1: can definitely be proud.
3: So sure. Be proud of being a Pittsburgher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you I'm proud know, that's why I brought Kendall home and I put her right back in public school. And trust me, that was really hard for her. Mm-hmm. But she I'm sure really. Mine stayed
2: in public school. Yeah,
1: but she needed it. You know, when we left L.A. after living in L.A. for four years, that was hard because of, you know, the experiences. And she was young and impressionable. So she saw all that there and then came home. And these kids are just, you know, normal hometown kids. It's Mm -hmm. funny
3: that you say that because I think that was part of it, too, is that we nothing really in our life changed. So she had this what we she had a job. So we kind of just looked at it like you have a job that, that's uh-huh. it. But life, but her the job wasn't something that supported the household or anything like it was just her job. And then the family supported her in her job and her dream. But we lived in the same house, we drove the same cars. Yep. She our lifestyle was basically the same outside of this job. And I think yep. that was something that was it, it her life really didn't change. And that was really important. So don't get caught up if all the trappings, yeah. Uh Uh, other stuff that's really temporary is not going to stay.
1: Yeah. No, you're right.
0: I think it's really funny because Mackenzie got this little purse and it was 1999 and she kept hugging it and hugging it she's like mom i love this purse and i'm like that is the funniest thing because you know all these kids i can't stand when these young kids have like gucci chanel i mean our kids have all that stuff too that's
1: <laughs> yeah, watch what, they- what you but, say but, melissa but, but, they work but. hard for their gucci's <laughs> mine have them
2: but they will not use them
1: mine yeah, will not use them no. it's so funny
2: they they have all these purses i'm like why aren't you using your louis they're like Oh, I don't use it. Like it's, I think think
1: people look at them differently. That's right. Because their friends might not have it. Kendall's the same. I mean, our kids are the same way. There's a time and a place. But my
0: kids like, I mean, it's Kenzie's like, I don't like any of that stuff. She goes, you can have them all. You know, she just doesn't like, you know, it's just so funny. I'm like, let's sell them. We could sell them and use them for whatever you want. But I just love the fact that they don't care about designers. They go to, you know, that's like a really good thing.
3: I'm going to go out here and just say, the, in the Frasier household, we do like designer purses. That is one of our... <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. There are things that we like that are designer. It, it like, But it doesn't mean just because you like something that's designer or you like a special car, it doesn't mean you can't be humble, especially when you work hard for it. Oh, absolutely, you Holly. To, you don't have to hide it. Nope. You but you also have to know and understand That doesn't define who you are. No. And it doesn't make you better than anybody else. Yeah. And it also can go away if you can't afford it. you like, so I don't want people to think just like, oh, but we don't like, because you will see me with a certain type of purse or me of a certain type of purse or stuff. But we're not using a status symbols. We just, we just happen to like them. But we also like a lot of other stuff that is not expensive.
0: It doesn't make a difference. If you like
3: it, we like it. If you don't, we don't. I agree with i wear I a designer
1: you
0: know. purse every day i don't i don't w- carry a 19 dollars purse sorry but i just have my purses and i do carry all designer purses it's what i like but i like yeah. the fact that my like mackenzie she loves these 20 dollars purses because she loses stuff all the time too
1: but <laughs> well but that's, that's smart then she's just smart don't lose the louis yeah but melissa piece of advice don't sell those purses because or whatever it is yeah, that you I'm have, not. designer. Give, give them to us. No. <laughs> Kelly. No. Don't sell them. Give them to us. Save them because someday she will be happy that she worked hard and has them. Yeah, no, I'm not going to sell them. Because things like that, they don't really go out of stuff. You know, you can always pull no, out your old think... Louis or, you know, these purses no, keep they're their vintage value. They're even better. We love vintage. Yeah. Okay, so let's
2: do another question.
1: Yes, yeah.
2: Here, here's one I like. I bet you guys know which one I like. I am. It's, I know. From, <laughs> it's from Hunter Kelly. Hunter, uh-huh, yep, Hunter <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> what are your favorite fall and winter comfort foods? Oh my gosh, I love chili.
0: Oh, I love chili with oh, bread. Yeah? Love chili. Mm.
1: Ooh, Jill make makes a great chili. chili. Jill mm, makes a good with chili. With some cornbread. Mm. Yeah. That is Yummy. a fall. You're right. That's a fall yeah. food. For For six months, I don't even attempt, for example, you know, to even buy it, put it in the house, bring it, get it somewhere. Chili's a good fall food. I, let's see. I always do. I, I don't
2: know why. I always tend to go to like a pot roast.
1: Yeah. Oh. Stews. Yeah. I don't,
2: I don't know if it's because it's easy to make.
1: Greg, Greg loves pot because
2: roast. it's coming. I love that, and I and I also love a pot pie, like a ah. pot
1: pie. Mm. Atria's has the best pot pie. Chicken oh my god, pie. they! Do.
0: Oh, it's big. It's, it's, it's huge.
1: Big. It's like this big. Yeah, but I don't
2: do potatoes
0: in mine oh not in your pot but, roast what else what do you do oh, you my just... pot roast
2: I do I thought you meant the chicken pot no, pie. I don't the, put potatoes in my pot pie.
0: the pot roast but the pot
2: roast yeah I do put potatoes and carrots and onion uh, mm, yummy Greg makes a really good roast
3: well I don't make yeah I don't make it but I like butternut squash soup like oh, I look forward to fall for that yeah Me I don't too. know how to make it but that, that that's like my fall Panera. Oh, fall's like, oh, here. My like, <laughs> have squash soup. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: My sister, and my mom have gardens, so on the butternut squash, they give me these huge zucchinis, like Ooh. like they're like literally this big, and I I can't use all of them, but um, so I do make zucchini bread, mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. um, in the fall, and I have these really cute. They're probably from Pampered Chef, which I don't even know if that's still. Remember, they mm-hmm. used to have those parties. Yeah, I yeah. have these yeah, I tubes. Think they do. And they're in shapes, like I have a heart. Oh, yeah. I got those, too. So I make zucchini bread and make it in the shape of a, I think I have a heart, and I know I have a star. (gasps) Um, And just slight, and they're like little appetizer bites, maybe, you know, three inches. Wait, how do you get them out of the tubes? Well, you have to spray the take tube. You just out. bake it in there, and it just—it's open on both ends. Yeah, like you just just push it out. You put the lids on. You take them off, and you just kind of—I sh- used to make little tea sandwiches with those Yeah, cute
2: for the kids. Oh, I should get that. That's clever. Because
0: I need that's a new clever. scoop, so um, I have to order something from pamper Chef anyway. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. That's a good one. I like that.
1: You know, we were just coming off vacation in July. I know it's September, but it's funny all i do on vacation is eat french fries oh i which oh my god you know potatoes and french fries are traditionally a a fall comfort food but i you know i learned my lesson now i'm trying to lose weight and i'm like damn french fries for breakfast lunch and dinner did not do me well (laughs) Oh. oh my
3: gosh i like sweet potatoes and mac and cheese like those like anything that's like a casserole i i
2: love that like anything that's more uh, of a casserole yeah. dish mm-hmm. i'm not a casserole person i don't know why i like all my foods separate oh like and i tend, tend to i tend yeah and i tend to eat it separate too like my i'll eat my meat first or my potatoes first and then my vegetables next like, and I save what I like best for last.
3: That's how William eats. That's really it. funny, He eats one actually. thing at a time, too. And I'm like, really? I, I didn't notice that until this year. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, um, oh, I hate to go here, but I will. What are some of the best mom moments behind the scenes of Dance Moms? <laughs> oh, now there's so many. I, mean, I, best I know. best mom moments.
2: Oh, gosh. I thought we had fun when we went to the um, – Drag queen show.
0: Oh, that was in LA. That was
2: fun. That was, that was fun. fun. No, I thought yeah. that was in Vegas.
1: Well, I don't remember where we were. We but were in Vegas. Fun. It wasn't, yeah, it was Vegas. Oh my
0: God. It wasn't in Vegas. I forgot. And we were the only ones there.
3: Oh, and then my gosh,
2: they, that's they when Holly got
0: dressed up. Yeah. Yes. Holly got dressed
3: up. Yeah. I have pictures but, from that. Yes, I do. Yes. But that I'm was not... a
2: fun moment. That oh, yes. Okay. The fun moment. Remember, we didn't want to go
0: to the bathroom in that because it was really
2: dirty. <laughs> yeah. Oh my I, of course, gosh. liked the moment where we did the um, ice bar with the shot skis. That uh, was fun. That was yeah.
0: Fun. I wasn't um, there for that. The, the ice the ice bar was the coolest thing. You could actually eat the shot glass. Everything was ice. You could eat your seat. Yeah. It <laughs> it was, was everything
1: crazy. was ice. Do they still have that? Is that still a thing? I, don't I know. heard it
3: was still a thing. Oh, I've not been, of course, but yeah. You guys should I go back. Yeah, that was fun. I'm trying to think some of my favorite moments. There were actually there were actually quite a few, like when we were just being – not, not that we weren't ourselves on the show, but there were times when you didn't have a camera on, where it was just – I don't know. Just it was more relaxed. And I, I don't know. I think there were times when we were just – going out to eat that were
0: fun. Um, That's what I enjoyed. I enjoyed our Friday nights when we would eat and yeah. the girls would just play. Yeah. I call it yeah. playing. I think that, the, was,
2: that was the best, yeah. yeah. The girls did like, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they did. did. Well, they were they little play. babies. Well, they had to occupy them. They, they were very good at occupying themselves. Uh-huh. I mean, think of all the hours. We spent on bus rides. Yes. And those kids were very well behaved on that bus. Like that was torture. Sometimes we were on the bus for twelve hours. I know. Yes, and that's they true. were very good. And then we would get off. In and In a have weekend. To work. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: And well, and then get back on the bus and then, uh, a day later. Yep. Like they were very well behaved considering the like
1: that.
0: Remember the tents they would make on the bus and they would sleep <laughs> yeah. on the dirty floor
1: and Oh they- my God. Remember the bus would come to a stop and all the crap that was the food and their notebooks and pencils and everything that was on the floor would come rolling up the front and then rolling down the back. Oh, my
0: gosh. Do you guys do you guys remember when Abby was sleeping with her mouth open and the girls were putting gummy bears and gummy worms in her mouth and she laughed? I mean, she thought that was funny. You know,
1: that was that was funny. That was funny, but that even aired. That wasn't even behind the scenes. I mean, there was oh. so much more that I tell people all the time. We filmed probably for one episode, for a 45-minute episode. We recorded between 50 and 60 hours a week. A yeah, week.
2: That would be right. So yes.
1: think of all the behind-the-scenes stuff that just never made it to air. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I was saying something to somebody the other day about, um, when we, we were talking about the pyramid and, um, like when it aired, it was like two minutes long. Yeah.
1: It took an entire, I never I'm watched. Like, Do you know how many times
2: <laughs> we had to film that? Like, cause we didn't walk in correctly. Like it, we would be like three hours
1: oh, filming it took all that day.
2: stupid pyramid yep. and it, you know, it, it, it's, it, they showed it as three minutes and it took us three hours
1: well, remember all the times we'd be standing in there for Pyramid and Abby wouldn't come in.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, there were da- remember, she just would yep, yep. not show up. That was, remember when, we, and then she'd show up in her pajamas or curlers in her hair. And that's when we all, we all revolted and, and protested and came in our pajamas. Remember? Cause we're like, we're oh, sick of this yeah. crap. Oh, that yeah. was when we
3: were in LA. Too. Yeah, you know what? That, is, you know what? I my behind the scenes. I love when we traveled together. Yeah, I did too. Because we, we would just go to these random, I don't know, just like these random cities that I would never normally go to.
1: Yeah, and no, I agree. It's funny because yeah, there are times sure. that I'll
3: bump into people, and we are like. How do you know this city? I'm like, we had a dance competition here. I know. Is that so funny? And I remember, and I was like, we went to dinner here, and we went to this ball there, and you just like, and
2: they're happy memories for me. Did did any of you ever write a list of everywhere, all the cities we went to? No, no, I, no, I wish, I, I have. wish I would have me done too. that. Yeah,
1: I wish yeah. I would have done because
2: some of the times, like people will be like, "Were you there?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I think so," but like. We were in and out of so many places, and half the time we would get get to the city, go to sleep, wake we up exhausted, film, and then leave.
1: Mm-hmm. So, like,
2: I, like I can't even remember all the cities we yeah. were in. No, me neither. Yeah. I wish one of these days I'll go through and rewatch everything and write down. The I city thought we the were same thing. That That's week. the only
1: way we're gonna figure out. Yeah. It, like if we ever write, a, I thought if I ever write a book, and trust me, I think we should. Um, we'd have to go through. Episode yeah. by episode and explain Ugh, because there's that makes so me much. Sick. I can't so, watch. It, it, it's hard. <laughs> I still, I can't either. And that's why I haven't tackled it because emotionally I have to be like we, if we decide to do it, we'd have to be totally oh, I wouldn't prepared. I watch the episode. Oh, I'd just be fast no.
2: forwarding through to the pyramid I know, where but it to says, get this the- week we're going to, and then I would turn it off and go to the next one. <laughs> I wouldn't be watching the episodes. My God, I don't want to shoot myself.
1: But to feel the emotions of what we felt, to be able to write about it, we'd have to watch it again because there was so much. Yeah, Ah. wait, I have something funny. Kelly, remember when you we went to a restaurant, you ran across the street and you fell and skinned your knee? And you ripped your white jeans? Do
2: you remember that? Yes, and I was so pissed off because they were my good, expensive jeans and they didn't care because they wouldn't give us a car. That's right,
1: but guess what? To go across the street to get food. Food. To go to dinner. Ever since then, they made a van available. Remember, guys? Well, yeah, they should. Yeah, they always should have in the first place. Yeah. We were like little prisoners. Stranded
2: in a hotel Uh with no restaurant. Like, Mm -hmm. Well, I love these fan question ones. I do too. I do like so They're my favorite.
1: Fun. Well, because we got a lot to say.
2: <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of Because Mom Said So. Make sure to listen and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can ask us questions or suggest topics by sending us an email at becausemomsaidso4 at gmail.com. And follow us on Because Mom Said So for on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Tune in next week because I'm a mom and Because Mom Said So.